Hey guys, and welcome to Swoop Radio with Josh Sanchez. For the next two podcasts, I got in ch- I got a chance to call and interview an old friend, Dante Fantuzzi. So Dante Fantuzzi is going to come on and talk about the Eagles draft on the first podcast. And on the second, we're going to get into some Sixers talk and, uh, and Michael Jordan and LeBron James talk. You guys can tune in on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio for more information. And remember, Swoop Radio posts new podcasts every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. I know the NFL draft's coming up this week. Um, who do you think the Eagles are going to take in the first round? Um, I honestly, I Jesus, because when you, when I think about this, there's like three different scenarios that play off in my head. And my first scenario, if they stay put, I wouldn't be upset with Justin Jefferson. Um, I think Justin Jefferson, and I know it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty big comparison, but I think he'll be a Larry Fitzgerald, that type of player. He works out the slot. Um, their frame is the same. They're both that six one six two. Um, they both work out the slot. Like I said, they both have great hands. They both have great contact. Um, you know. That that created that that create contact when it comes to catching the football, and they both have great hands, mm-hmm. and their skills are there, and they have a knack for the end zone. Justin Jefferson, my player pro comparison, is Larry Fitzgerald. Hey, I think when I'm Larry. looking it up, their biggest margin between the two was the weight. Um, I think uh, Larry Fitzgerald was like. More of that 220, while Justin Jefferson is more at 205. That was the biggest difference that I've seen between the two of them. Um, but that's one scenario that played off in my head. Um, I personally want them to trade up to get CD Lamb. CD Lamb to me, excuse me, CD Lamb is, is DeAndre Hopkins. Like CD Lamb is my DeAndre. And if you wanted me to put into a, a order one to four between the top three receivers and then Justin Jefferson as the fourth, I, my number one is obviously CD. And I got Jefferson. Then I got Henry Ruggs, who my player pro comparison is Tyreek Hill. And I'm not a big per, I'm not a big fan of Jerry Judy. Like to me, Jerry Judy is Amari Cooper in a way. It, it, you can go look at the splits from the previous season against ranked opponents. He didn't show up. Mm-hmm. He didn't play his best. His best games didn't come against ranked opponents. Like he, like you're like when you play these ranked. Like first of all, you're at, you you play in Alabama. You play for Alabama, right? You're gonna like you, you you're gonna get that prime time game at the end of the season just because you play for Alabama. And you didn't show up. There's no other way, but you didn't show up. You didn't yeah. at all. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I completely agree with you, though. I think they go receiver in the first round. They need to. Um, I, I could also see them also, though, because you know how the Eagles have always been. They always go best player available, um, and they don't really usually draft by need. Um, and honestly, honestly, I mean, I know, I know the Eagles really worked on that cornerback position, getting Slay, Darius Slay. That was their biggest move of the offseason. I love the move. I was like, how will you need to do something? I'm like, Byron Jones left and all the others, all the other corners are leaving left, right, leaving one by one. And then we finally got Slay. That was a very good move by Howie. I'll give him that. But I mean, if I may chime in real quick, when I saw Byron Jones go, I was a little bit upset. But when I seen the money that he went for, that yeah, okay, too much. he crazy. Now, now the Eagles should I the see the see how much the Cardinals had to give up to get DeAndre Hopkins. I I, I don't know what I wish I, I have to look. I probably have to look it up. I don't know what the Eagles like what the Texans were trying to offer the Eagles. But I mean the fact that the Texans only got David Johnson and not and not even a first round pick. They got a second round pick. I no fourth round pick. Yeah, and then the and then the Texans even gave them another pick with DeAndre Hopkins. I'm like, I wish if there was one thing I wish Howie would have done was to pull the plug and trade for him. But I, I think if you get if you if that trade turns out, then I don't know if the Eagles get Slay or you know what I mean like. No, no, I think no, no, I get what you're saying. Um, honestly, I think I, I honestly like people have put scenarios out there where they were um, saying like Miles Sanders. I'm I don't I personally don't want to give up Miles Sanders. Yeah, yeah, he's he's gonna be a stud. I have him. I have I'm in a fantasy keeper league. I picked him up like late in the drafts. Oh man, dude! Late in the season, he was my number one running back. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. I like when I see Miles Sanders. I see a uh, like 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 a like like a Le'Veon Bell, like patient. You know, he could catch the ball at the backfield. Um, like he'll get like he'll he doesn't have the breakaway speed. But he has that that enough to where, when he hits the gap, he'll get you that stretch run. Now, like I, I'm a big fan of Miles Sanders. I, I I would if if that was if that was the thing where they wanted Miles Sanders. No, I'm not giving up Miles Sanders. Yeah, I, I completely agree. He's untouchable. Yeah, uh, to me, he's untouchable. Mm-hmm. To me. Now, if the way I wanted to think of it as was. They wanted a replacement, a quick replacement for to go for Deshaun. You could have had Zach Ertz with no problem. Mm-hmm. Now I get Zach Ertz is a fan a fan favorite in the city. I'm not someone. I, I'm not big on Zach Ertz, and you have to pay him. Coming up, he's gonna have to get a contract. And he's gonna want top money because of the contract Austin Hooper just got. Yeah, I mean, just to prove your point, Zach Zach Ertz he played with broken ribs in that Cowboys game and mm-hmm. in that Giants game. Like he has heart. That's one thing I will say about him. And I mean, I mean, honestly, depending on how much Ertz wants, that's gonna be 
that's really going to be like set in stone. Because I mean, the, the the thing that hurts the Eagles is Carson Wentz isn't on his rookie deal anymore. Like there there's a there's a theory that's been going on that's been going on for the NFL for years. When you draft a quarterback, that time that he's on that rookie deal, you build a great team around him, and you win now. And that's what the Eagles did uh, a couple years ago. I mean, I will say that year, like, everything just hit perfectly for us. But we took advantage of Wentz's rookie contract, just like what Seattle did with Russell Wilson. They took advantage of his rookie deal. You're looking at what the Chiefs did with Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is still in his rookie deal. So if you look at the teams and their recent success, quarterbacks in that rookie deal, that's when you take advantage of that opportunity. And that's why Wentz's deal now, that big deal Wentz signed, it might cost Zach Ertz to leave. Because if you pay Zach Ertz, then you're going to miss a void on other positions that are in need. So it's, it's just interesting to see now I mean you seem like we're both in agreement back to the draft that they're going to go wide receiver number one now let's say they don't go wide receiver number one and they go best available player are you still going to be are you still going to be happy with that because I will say that this draft is deep in the wide receiver position there's guys later in the round that you can get I think overall this is going to be a deep draft Mm-hmm. be honest with you I think that there's so many good players coming out this draft that if they didn't get a wide receiver in the first round and you get one in the second round a la I mean you got the kid um, I'm gonna butcher his last name Brandon Ayuk Ayuk <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you got I'm not taking I'm not taking Denzel Mims in the first round whatsoever. Um I, I I'm a big fan of Rieger and Hamler in the second round. Now I don't think Rieger will fall to the second round, just for the simple fact he just ran a 4-2-2. Oh yeah, he ran a 4-2-2. That's he ran a 4-2-2. And there's no way I, I don't see him falling out the first round. I'm a big fan of KJ Hamler. I when you look I don't like, I'm not a big fan of this whole, uh, like, uh, what, what is it called? The um, the, the pro days mm-hmm. yeah. and the combine, because that's not going to show me when I'm getting on the field. You like look at That should show me when I'm getting as a track athlete. To me, it just shows, like, all right, you, you, you got to run all of, like, did you run track in high school and college? Mm-hmm. That's all it's telling me. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously I'm going to pay attention because there's going to be certain things that you do in the combine that you're going to need in the NFL. Mm-hmm. But everything that I want, I want it off the tape. And when I see KJ Hamley, I fell in love with that kid. I mean, he was open all the time. He has that breakaway speed. He... He, he 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 doesn't drop the ball. So if he was on this, so if he was drafted in the second round by the Eagles, he's gonna make an immediate impact. Jalen Rieger, he'll make an immediate impact. But these are guys I'm not taking in the first round. Mm-hmm. If these top four receivers are gone, I will look at other options. 
Mm-hmm. I would look at the way of what is Cleveland going to do with Odell? Mm-hmm. I want to know what is Cleveland going to do with Odell. Because no matter what Cleveland does, they're not going to get a first round pick for Odell. And that first round pick, you can get a stud linebacker. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the Eagles do have other needs. Like, again, like you, you, like I know in the offensive line position, I know a couple guys are getting older. Um, even all, I mean, you want to have depth in your lines. That's one of the things the Eagles do really well is getting that depth on both lines because, again, you have to win on the, on the, on the offense and defensive lines. That's what dictates the game. If the line attacks and is great and solid, you're nine times out of ten you're going le- to win. And just to prove your point also – um, Alabama had the best offensive line in college football. So, of course, like I- I've noticed this. I mean, obviously, Alabama receivers have usually turned out pretty solid, like like Julio Jones, absolute stud, like arguably one of the best receivers in this modern day game. But I mean, like Amari Cooper was another guy, like, but he he doesn't really show up in big games. So, like, when you look at Alabama receivers, I also take into account when you look at, like, tape of the receivers, how good is that offensive line that are around? How good is the team around them? If you have a guy coming out of nowhere on, like, a scrub team that's that's getting open, like you're saying, like, if you look at the tape, there, there might be plays where he gets open, but the quarterback isn't good, and he's not going to give him the ball. In Alabama, they have Tua throwing them the football, and they have the best offensive line in football. So, like, I mean, I mean, obviously, there's still talent. Don't get me wrong, but I also weigh in that as well when you when you look at guys like, hey, like, are they getting open? It's just maybe it's just the team around them sometimes, just not because there's there's more to it than just a highlight tape. It's the it's the play by play films, you know, or like the play by play. Of course, like, there's a reason why it's called highlight. Like highlight are, are, are your highlight plays that you've made. I get that. I completely understand. I completely understand what you're saying with that one. Yeah, no, I, I just wanted so, to just, yeah, just. What, to, what, 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 what if you're if you're Howie Roseman and you're at home? What would you try and do? Um, I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I really like I really like the LSU wide receiver. I really like him. Um. Honestly, if I were to trade up, I would, I would, I would probably. It, it all depends on what the team offers because, again, like you saw what happened with that Wentz deal. Like, I, I love that we got Carson Wentz, but we gave up so many picks. And these past couple of drafts, we haven't really, because we 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 haven't had as many picks these recent drafts because of that deal. So, like, if I'm Howie Roseman, like. I'm definitely going to offer like I I would love to move up and get like like uh, I would definitely try and move up and get if you want to get an upgrade Um, I know I I know you're not really a rugs guy rugs speed to me is great oh no 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 no. well I like rugs oh you like like rugs okay no I like rugs Okay. I'm not a fan of Judy. Oh, that's what I meant. Judy, my fault. I'm getting the two mixed up. My bad. Yeah, because like, because I mean, I'm not a big like, because you got to weigh your options. Like, if I was him, if teams are offering, hell yeah. 
I, I'll trade up if I if I'm only giving up. Like I, I can give up. Maybe I'll definitely give up this first round pick. Maybe even like a second, and possibly like another pick like later in the draft to move up. That's fine with me to get to get rugs, but I'm not doing it for Judy, like you said. And but also I'm looking at it as you can use that as leverage because there's so many talented wide receivers that you can get later in the draft. And like these guys you mentioned as well, like the second round pick, even third round pick, there's going to be receivers that's so deep you can even get a you can probably even find a guy in the fifth round as like an absolute stud. Now your chances of getting that are very unlikely, but you can also use that as leverage too. Like, Hey, like I would love to trade up to get rugs. That's like, that's like the dream job. If I stay at, if I, if I stay at this spot, I can get Jefferson from LSU. And if I want to trade back and get multiple seconds, I can do that or possibly get another pick for next year's first round and get, those guys you mentioned in the second round. So, you know, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of options that he can do. I, w- I honestly think the Eagles are going to stay f- stay put and get Jefferson from LSU. I think that's I think that, I think that's a good fit. So, I mean, but it all depends on what's going to happen. And also what hurts is that this draft is virtual as well. So, you know that teams, teams are still going to pull the plug for trades. But I think it, you're not going to see it. At, it's not going to be as quick as it would be on a normal draft day. Because imagine like you're trying to do everything virtual and all of a sudden now you want, now a trade happens and oh no, computer glitch or oh no. Like, you know, like it's it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm not, I can't wait to see how it turns out. So let me ask you this, right? Yeah. Does it bother you that Justin Jefferson is a primary slot receiver? Um, It does a little bit because I really, I, I just, I just want to give Wentz a guy on the outside that can just get the ball. You know what I mean? Like, what was the last? I mean, Alshon Jeffrey a couple years ago was perfect. And then his injury started happening. I don't even know what's well. I don't even know what they're gonna do with him. That's still a whole other topic. But I mean, him in the slot. I don't mind that. Now, I, I would. I really like Greg Ward. I think he's. I think he can really come up as a very good slot receiver. Um, I really. I. 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 I just want to see. I want to give Wentz a receiver that can just take off and go and can track a football. Like, like this year. This year was so brutal. Like you saw what Wentz had when he had the Sean Jackson for a full game. That Redskins game. Yeah, it was the Redskins, but. Seven, seven catches, 150 yards, two touchdowns, a 55-yard bomb, and then another 40-yard bomb. Wentz is the type of guy, he has a cannon of an arm. Get him a guy that can just take off and go. And so, I mean, Jefferson being in the slot, it does hurt a little bit, I, I will agree. But, I mean, if he's sitting there at 21, you you literally, I mean, a Thega Whiteside, this is going to be a huge year for him. This is going to be a huge year for him because you cut him some slack. He's a rookie, learned the playbook. Now he's had a whole year. So I would love to see the Eagles just get that guy. And I really think Ruggs is that guy that can just take off and can track a football. So to answer your question, I don't mind it. I think it's a safe pick. Similar, Remember the draft we were in uh, a couple years ago? Now, please don't bring that up. 
Now, remember, remember when we no, got, I remember. I remember. remember. Remember when we got Barnett? We were like, me and you were both looking at each other. We're like, we don't like it, but it's a safe. It's a safe pick. Mm-hmm. So that's where I that's where I see Jefferson as like if the Eagles were to pick him in this draft. He's a good, solid wide receiver. I think he I think he has potential to be a great wide receiver. He does. Like you said, like Larry Fitzgerald, very good hands. They're, like we need someone like that. But in terms of being maybe like explosive, Ruggs is the guy that's gonna be explosive. You're gonna see Wentz. Wentz chucked the ball 80 yards in the air and Ruggs is going to come down with it. You know, you like, that's where I'm like, okay. But I, I wouldn't be upset if we got Jefferson, but I would just think it's more of like a safe pick instead of getting that splash. Um, and, and uh, you but, know who we could have gotten, right? Who? We could have gotten Marlon Humphrey. <laughs> Would have saved all your defensive back problems. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You could have gotten Jared Davis. <laughs> I would have saved your linebacker problems. Yeah. But no. But no. Yeah. Remember, we wanted the kid out of Bama. Oh, yeah. The linebacker out of Bama, Ruben Foster. Boy, he turned out. I think that kid was put in a situation where there were no leaders around him. So he didn't have somebody to tell him right from wrong. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because that team right. was young. 40 years. So. 49ers. Do I think it could have been different if he came here? Yeah. Do I think he would have still been in the league? Yeah. Do I think he would have been a stud linebacker? Definitely, yeah. But if, you know, that situation played out of that situation, but you could have had Malik Hooker, Marlon Humphrey, or Jared Davis. Yep. But no. It's Sidney Jones in the second round. It frustrates me just because we we were there. Yeah, it was and so it hype. frustrates me. We were so hyped when we drafted him. Because it, 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 just, it just sucks because, I mean, I mean, he was. I will. I will say, last year when it came to crunch time, he made that stop against Dallas. He made a couple key plays. Now, was he on the field all game? No, he was not. He was on the field for like that one play, but he did. He did make that big play against Amari Cooper. Now, I now Dak did not throw a good ball in that game. In that play, he was getting pressured, but. Anyway, now here's another topic I wanted to talk about because I know with the Eagles, you got to talk about the Cowboys too. Josh, Josh. Yeah, I just I, I just put up that list, right? <laughs> Our first-rounders who went that draft. Oh, no. <laughs> and you know who went? <laughs> oh, man. Tell you right now. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I can, I can see it. You got, oh, TJ Watt. Oh, my God. Man, we got TJ Watt. Oh, my God. With Fletcher Cox and, oh, my goodness. I mean, I will say, though, our defensive line, now, last year, uh, what's his name? I'm going, I'm going blank. He got hurt. He got hurt in the first game. Hey, what was it? Jackson? 
Yeah, Malik Jackson. Now, I think if he doesn't go down, I think the Eagles' defensive line is a completely different story. Like, you can tell, like, we were just running out of gas. But he goes down the first game. Jackson goes down the second game. And that was just the storybook of the year. Now, now, later in the draft, do you think the Eagles should get another wide receiver later in the draft, like in the third, fourth round, like a speed guy? That, that because that's what I was thinking. Wide receiver first round, um, that linebacker pass rusher in the second, then getting another. Because I know the Eagles have two fours. We have two fourth round picks. I think it depends. To be honest, I think if they stay at twenty one. Um, if I if I'm staying 21, I'm going wide receiver first round, second round. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to get like the whole point of this is, and this is the reason why I'm I'm not big on Earth right now. Right now, you're trying to build for your future, right? And Zacher is 29-30. So not only do you have to pay this guy, but are you going to continue to run the 12 personnel? with Dallas Goddard right behind him. Tell me what team in the NFL runs 12 personnel with the arm and talent of Carson Wentz. You have to surround this kid with weapons. You have to. And if I can't move up in the first round to go get me CeeDee Lamb, or if Henry Ruggs... I don't see Henry Ruggs falling past 15. Yeah, I don't. I think he goes to the Jaguars. Denver right now has a, has, a, has a really good defense. And if they're going to do this properly, they have their slot receiver in Cortland Sutton. And if they can find somebody to go outside, especially in Henry Ruggs, they're going to take off. That team is going to be good to come. So... You have to right now. You have to give um, Carson Wentz like multiple options. Like his best, you 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 said it. His best game was Week One against Washington. That was his best game all year. And you see who he had. He had Sean Jackson, one of the the best deep threats that has been in the league over the let over the past decade. So that doesn't ring a bell. Like yo, like we have to go get somebody that's gonna take the top off. Like MV, like Carson was MVP 2017. He had Tory Smith who was taking the top off. Yeah. And was MVP through 13 weeks. If he didn't get hurt, he's probably MVP that year. Yeah, he was doing Patrick Mahomes stuff before Patrick Mahomes was there. <laughs> exactly. Kansas City is not running 12 person up. They're none. Kansas City has best tight end in football. The set the fastest wide receiver in football. Sammy Watkins, Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, and uh, Demarcus Robinson. Yep. They have weapons every four from a homes. Yeah, and, and they're all speed guys. They can all just take they off. They all take the top off. So, yes. If you don't trade up at 21... From 21 in the first round, I got to go receiver, receiver. I got to give me two guys that are going to come in here and make immediate impacts. And the thing is, honestly, we're three drop balls from being a 
12 and 14 instead of a 9 and 17. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. Aguilar, Aguilar's drop, I think a Whiteside's drop and against the Lions. That's two wins right Aguilar there. Aguilar had two drops and JJ had one drop. Yep. We beat, we, we beat, we beat um, New England if this, if, if Nelson catches the ball. We beat Atlanta if Nelson could catch the ball. And we beat the Lions if JJ Arthega catches the ball. Now, now this leads me to my next question. This season, have you looked at our schedule, bro? It we are taking on four teams that won 13 games last year. We take on the Ravens, we take on the 49ers, we take on the Seahawks. That my fault is 12 wins. Take on the Seahawks. We also we take on the Saints. Our our schedule this year, because we because we the NFC East, they take on the AFC North teams and the NFC West teams this year. And then the Eagles, since we won a division, we take on the Packers, we take on the Saints. And then we got the six divisional opponents. This this year, this year, our schedule, we're not taking on, they're not taking on the Dolphins in Miami this year. Yeah. No. This 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 season is gonna really be a make or break season. And that's why it's very important for us to draft properly this year. Um mm-hmm. like I'm fu- I with the way we went in free agency, I'm fine with it. There was really no offensive player that I would have threw crazy money at. Yeah, um, I agree. Like like Robbie Anderson is not worth that much. I, 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 I mean, I think two years, 20 mil was fair. I think that was fair. But I think that depends on what type of Robbie Anderson you're going to have. Robbie Anderson you're going to get. I think if you're gonna get a healthy Robert Anderson for the year, yeah, he's gonna be worth that two two year two years twenty million. But oh, you also have to look at the situation as you still have Alshon, to where if you do get rid of him, and you can't do it via trade, you're gonna have to eat that salary cap. Yeah. So and and that was and and that was another reason as to why I believe it played into. DeAndre not coming to Philly, to be honest with you, because you were going to have to pay him. Would I have done it? Oh, hell yes, I would have. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting the second best receiver in football. Hands down. Um, and if anybody asks, my number one receiver in all of football is Julio Jones. And two is DeAndre Hopkins. And then three, I'm going to go Michael Thomas, but that's a conversation for another day. But DeAndre, is he worth the money? Yes. Um, would I have done it? Yes. But it is what it is. How we saw it differently, you know. There's a reason why he's just, he's the GM, and we're and we're just you know yeah, here, it. and we we it, it's a dream job for us. But that that's that's something different. Yeah. But this this draft is so pivotal pivotal for how we're gonna move. And I think one move you definitely have to do, you have to trade Ertz. I'm sorry, Ertz. I can't give Ertz a new contract for the simple fact is when you give him that contract, what are you going to do with Dallas Goddard? Yeah, 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 I agree. And, and again, like the point I mentioned earlier, Wentz, you don't have a quarterback on his rookie deal anymore. Like you, you're going to have to pay him a lot, like – he hit Wentz's hit on the salary cap. Salary cap is a lot. 
So, like, you're going to have to make sacrifices for the around the team. That's why, again, like, I'm happy we won that Super Bowl when we did in 2017 because we took advantage of Wentz playing for cheap. And then, and then you were able to keep bowls for ex, for the extra money. You, like, like it, it's it's great. Now, I will say our 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 schedule's tough, and I and I agree this is gonna be a make or break year. Now, with the new playoff format, now having that seventh team, I think that it helps um, whoever will finish second in the NFC East, in my opinion. Um, but we we we'll, we just have to wait and see. Now, I will tell you this: I've been saying this. Super Bowl hangovers are real. Now, the 49ers are young, and they're a great team. I wouldn't be surprised if they had, like, a year the Rams had uh, last year where they went 9-7, and seven and, like, they're they're still above 500, but they don't get they don't get over the hump this year because of that Super Bowl hangover. Right. But it's going to be interesting. As far as that goes, I agree with that. I just think that roster has – which like roster moves have a thing to do with that. Mm-hmm. Like if, you know, if like, let's take last year, for example, right? You had a chance to go get DK Metcalf. You had a chance to get Terry McLaurin. You had a chance to get multiple wide receivers that made huge impacts on their team. So let's just say if they would have hit on a receiver last year, Who knows? Maybe we're looking for, maybe we're fine where we are and satisfied with taking Patrick Queen, linebacker at LSU. Like, we, we don't know how that's going to go. Yeah. Like, we, like, it's so important because, like you said, and, and you hit on it so very accurately, Wentz's deal is not a cheap deal. You're paying him to be a top five quarterback in the league. He's getting that. That that bread, he won't get that chicken. He's eating that chicken, right? He getting that chicken, but can, can he play to the amount that you're giving him? If you don't exercise his talents with getting the right draft picks, like you pay an enormous amount of scouts for a reason. So what's going on? Because you haven't hit on a receiver, you haven't hit on a defensive back. And your best linebacker that you drafted, you didn't want to pay him in Jordan Hicks. Yeah. So how you need like this, like this season is a very pivotal, pivotal draft to move forward. Because when now that once his contract is going to kick in and now you have this, this huge liability in front of you with Alshon Jeffrey and his contract is a huge liability on you as well. There's a chance where you're going to be stuck in a hole for the next few years to come. Yeah, I agree. And what are you going to do then? Waste three years of Carson Wentz? You can't do that. Yeah, this, You this can't is, afford to waste three years of Carson Wentz's talent. Yeah, yeah, this is... Wentz is about to enter his prime. He's... Well, I, I know for I know for the NFL QB prime, it's usually the early 30s. That's when they usually take off. But but yeah. I know and Wentz is going to be 27, I believe, this year. So like he's he's about to hit that prime. He's ready. Um, 